Say goodbye to things scattered, stressed, and the last minute scrambles to fund your real estate deals. If you're ready to stop chasing leads, endlessly connecting on Facebook, social media, and Zoom, just to pitch your stuff to anything that moves and breathes, listen up. The Daily Investor Lead Flow is finally here. This tool has forever helped us pinpoint where to focus our capital raising efforts and where to free our time and energy. Head over to dailyinvestorleadflow.com to discover how much of a game changer it can be for you. The Daily Investor Lead Flow literally changed everything for us. Now you can finally have the opportunity to take back your time and get your life back. Remember those times you reached out to investors and heard nothing back? Those days are coming to an end. This tool will zoom out, highlighting all the gaps. It will also zoom in, removing all the guesswork from prioritizing your efforts. Plus, it will help set clear expectations for your business and ensure that your capital raising strategies are assets, not liabilities. Don't wait, take the daily lead flow by going to dailyinvestorleadflow.com. That's dailyinvestorleadflow.com. Your future self will forever thank you. Have you ever been curious what we're like behind the scene? Well, pull a chair and find out on our brand new The Kitty Sisters TV channel on YouTube. It's full of awesome tips about apartment investing, paying less taxes legally, and finding financial freedom. And like never before, you actually get to see how we make real life magic happens for our passive investor. Once you're there, don't forget to click the like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon. Again, that's The Kitty Sisters TV on YouTube. In the past, we talk a lot about how we believe real estate is the best risk-adjusted asset class anyone can invest in. But of course, there's always the right way and the wrong way to invest, which can be a difference between you destroying your growth versus you taking quantum leaps. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. It's not fun making mistakes. In the wise word of our financial bestie, Warren Buffett, it's good to learn from your own mistakes. It's better to learn from other people's mistakes. These days, with all the news about the stock market and the housing crash, you might be wondering if your current investment strategy is destroying your financial growth. Well, maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. <laughs> In the past, we talk a lot about how we believe real estate is the best risk-adjusted asset class anyone can invest in. But of course, there's always the right way and the wrong way to invest, which can be a difference between you destroying your growth versus you taking quantum leaps. In today's episode, we'll go over the five mistakes that can destroy the financial security and growth that you've worked so hard for. Let's get into it. In a bull market, everybody looks like a genius. And in a bear market, geniuses look like everyone. That's a quote from CEO and self-made entrepreneur Winnie Lingham, who, fun fact, is a shark on Shark Tank South Africa. We definitely felt like we heard this a lot during the most recent stock market bull run. We saw where Tesla stock, for example, jumped a thousand percent. No wonder a lot of the stock investors' perspective were a little bit skewed. So let's get to the first mistake that can destroy your financial growth, which is speculative investing. This is a big no-no for the Kitty Sisters. One of the oldest historical examples of speculative investing or financial bubbles was the tulip mania of 1630s. So basically during the 1630s, the Netherlands was actually the most prosperous and advanced nation in Europe. Tulips became super popular in Europe after it was introduced from Turkey in 1550. The flower's vivid colors became all the rage and this caused the price to soar as demand outstripped supply. 
Who knew, right? Maybe you did, but we definitely had no idea about this tulip mania. So after 1633, Holland's tulip trade was deregulated and ordinary citizens were allowed to grow them. Ordinary middle class and poor, I mean, and the poor mortgaged their homes, estate, and industries to fund their tulips. This was where all the trouble started. The speculations got so severe that the tulip bulbs were sold and resold multiple times before they were ever left the ground. Some bulbs were sold of for the equivalence of several hundreds of dollars in today's value. This so-called tulip craze, as it's known in history, became so bitter and it came to an end in 1637 when debate arose whether or not the market and the demand for the tulip was sustainable, which of course it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Cash multipliers, people were literally mortgaging their homes so they can buy the bulbs with higher resale value and to get the rare, most sought after bulbs. Of course, all good things must come to an end, which unfortunately caused financial devastation and ruins for many families. This is why we're such firm believers that you have to invest in income producing assets. When your investment doesn't produce any cash flow, it means that's the only way you can profit from this investment is based on the future speculation. This is a big problem because its value is not supported by the asset true incentive value. For example, in the world of apartment investing, we always look for apartment complexes that produces cash flow from day one of operations or ownership, which really speaks to the health and viability of the property. The second type of investing mistake that can destroy your financial growth is trying to time the market. This has become our pet peeve because no one can actually perfectly time the market. This isn't possible and irrelevant and costly and dour to pursue. Here's the thing, economists are excellent at piecing together patterns and data based on historical events, mm -hmm. but they're terrible at predicting the future. Don't believe us? Here's some headlines about where we are financially as a nation. According to a recent Market Insider article from MSN, the stock market aside, the economy is actually doing okay. Consumer spending is up, the job market is still strong, holiday spending is projected to be high this year, supply chain issue are dissolving, and analysts at Golden Sachs state that the private sector finances are at all-time high. On the flip side, there's another article in Yahoo Insider. The headline state that, hey, 12 dires economics warming from top investors, CEOs, and economics. So who do you believe? This is why we say the time to buy is always now. This doesn't mean we buy recklessly. Mm -hmm. This means that we take current market conditions and relevant data specific to our prospective property into consideration. We have very stringent investment criteria that the property needs to meet or exceed before we even consider purchasing it. Ultimately, all these criteria filter through our financial model, at which point we are likely, you know, back it up with data such as rent growth, projections, economic vacancy, cap rate, average cash flow, and overall return. By constantly calibrating for current market conditions, running stress tests or sensitivity tests, we are always able to adjust how we buy to meet current market conditions. That's why it's always profitable to buy a property at any time as long as you can buy it at the right price, but also know how to operate it successfully. Number three on our list of investing mistakes that can destroy your growth is lack of diversification. One of the biggest mistakes that an investor can make is putting all their eggs in one basket. For us, this means investing in one specific submarket. For example, if you're heavily invested in Dallas Fourth Ward, it's probably time for you to look at other markets. Market diversification reduces the market correlation risk. For us, the Kitty Sisters, we specifically diversify into the Sunbelt cities such as Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Atlanta, Phoenix, and Rogers, Arkansas. 
Number four on our list is SOS, that familiar shiny object syndrome. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we ourselves can be found guilty of getting distracted by the shiny object syndrome, where we jump from one investment asset class to another without fully having a firm foundation on the one we're already investing in. The problem is too often these distractions do nothing to help your overall financial growth. Instead, this exact opposite is true, right? If you invest in too many faltering ones, it may crush your investment portfolio altogether. Think of the stock market and the cryptocurrency. Those represent two extremely shiny object asset classes in the last few years. And we know that we're becoming multimillionaires or even billionaires in some cases with these altcoins can be swaying. But today, sadly, we can see what has become of those investments into these asset classes, especially from those who do not truly understand their fundamental risk profile. Finally, and a fifth on our list is the lack of investment knowledge. Scientia Potentia S is a Latin phrase meaning knowledge is power, which is attributed to Sir Francis Bacon, a 15th century English philosopher. Many times we see investors jumping into investment opportunities without understanding the risk and reward considerations. As general partners, we always want to take a balanced approach to any investments. We cannot just consider the positive without actually also thinking about the downside risk of owning an asset class. With all the downside risks considered, what we do is we try to figure out what are some mitigating circumstances or tactics that we can use. For example, if we are newer to the area, we will lean more heavily on the experience and expertise of the property management team who already have established local presence in the submarket. Or if we think that, hey, short-term debt may be an issue, we'll seek to secure long-term financing of fixed debt that will provide long-term stability to the property for many years to come. The point is that, hey, knowledge is power, which is why we're always, always seeking to educate ourselves even more. And we want to share our knowledge with you cashflow multipliers, our amazing tribe. So please continue to follow us, tune in and follow us on social media, read our blog, and most importantly, keep being you. You make this all possible. Until next time, cashflow multipliers. We can't wait to begin this journey with you check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. 